happy Thursday and welcome back to another episode of the Black Girl Fit Files. I am your host, Elisha. What it do, you guys? What it do? I am living my best life right now. I'm stressed out, but I'm blessed out. Uh, It's summer. It's my most favorite. Yes, I just said most favorite. It's my favorite season of the year. I love the heat. I love the sun. I love to sweat. I love getting my tan on. I love a good frozen drink, a little spritzer, and I love rooftops in New York City. I just got back from vacation, so I'm feeling really refreshed. I'm feeling really lazy and I'm feeling really jet lagged, but I legit don't have any time to be lazy because I have so many things going on with Black Girls Pole. And, you know, I'm back to teaching. I taught class last night back at Body and Pole and I was struggling so bad. I just, I've been laying for like 10 days. So I, I could hardly like get my ass over my head. And I just thank you to my students, if you guys are listening, for being patient with me in my vacation body because your girl was having a really hard time. I was in Paris and Mykonos, and I I honestly think this might have been one of the best vacations that I had, maybe ever. We went to Mykonos for one of my best friend Jaron's for his birthday, and there was actually 10 of us there, and it was so fabulous. The water was just so crystal clear. It was gorgeous. We had a yacht, like, I know, I know. He got us, like, a private yacht, private yacht just for the 10 of us. Yes, I know. And it it was just beautiful. And then Paris, of course, is one of my favorite cities in the whole wide world. It's my fourth time going there. And I just, I, I love Paris and it's just everything about it. It's just amazing. But I can say this, if you do not do anything else in the next year and you have not done it, make it a point to travel. I'm just throwing that out there. Just make it a point to visit one of your dream countries. I challenge you to do that. I think I'm actually going to do an episode just about traveling, but I truly, truly believe that traveling, it just can enrich your life in so many ways and leaving the country and stepping outside of your comfort zone, it can just teach you so much about yourself. It teaches you about the culture of other people. It just broadens your mind and the views that you have on the world. And it's just, there's just something about it. And with traveling, you you make memories You know, like I'll always have the memory of Mykonos with my, with all of my friends and Paris and wherever else I've been. And they're, they're just priceless experiences that no one can ever take away from you. I've been to like 14 countries, I think. 14, I'm still new at this, but my goal is to do 40 countries by age 40. I have my list. I have my list on my computer. It's written down in my bedroom. It's in my office. I have my list of the 40 countries that I want to get to. So I have like five and a half more years. Oh, wait, no, four and a half more years. I'm sorry. To get to these other 26 countries. I think it's possible. I, I can do this. I'm excited about it. So I wanted to talk to you guys today about a few things. Number one, I'm through the roof because my baby... Black Girls Pole is turning five years old this year, and I I have a lot of emotions about it because I think that I'm I still to this day surprise myself of the things that I am capable of. I know I I know we'll get more into that, but everything kicks off this Friday with classes. Um, here in New York City, the classes will be at Body and Pole. So Friday evening, there's classes with myself. I'm teaching a heels class. And then class with um, Ambassador Crystal Belcher. She be, she'll be teaching the 
she'll be teaching the uh, polography class. And then on Saturday, everything else happens. There's going to be our big show. It's called Empowered. You get two chances to see the show. There's a 7.30 show and a 9.30 show. So if you're in New York City, there's only a few tickets left. Hopefully it will have enough to sell at the door, but there's only a few tickets left. Check out on the website, www.blackgirlspoll.com to get your tickets. There's a few spaces left also on the Friday night show as well. I mean, on the Friday night classes for both classes. So just throwing that out there. Um, it's going to be good. My, my family is coming in. My mom, my dad, and my Aunt Tracy, and then all of the performers are coming in from everywhere. I have Anakia coming in from L.A., and Crystal's coming in from Texas. Ligia's coming in from D.C. There, there's a lot of people coming in, so it's really going to be really good. I actually had to do an extra session with my therapist this week because my parents, they're, they're a lot, and I just had to equip myself because <laughs> I'm already going to be stressed out. But then my parents, I love them so much. But Dennis and Diane... Yeah, I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm going to just leave it there. I had a good therapy session, though. I was talking to my mentee, Ashley, and I was kind of like, I need a topic for this week's show because I don't have a guest on the show today, so it's just me. And she was like, well, why don't you go into the details, basically, of how you've manifested, you know, your life in Black Girls Poll? And I was kind of hesitant at first, but then I was like, eh, why not? So here we are. So I kind of just want to talk about creating the life that you want to live. And on top of that, pushing out that godforsaken imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome first. Let's tackle that monster. What is imposter syndrome? So basically, imposter syndrome is a pattern in which individuals doubt their accomplishments and they have an internalized fear of being found out or exposed or being fraud in their in their field or in their classroom or in, in their space. So it's basically not believing that you deserve the things that you have achieved or accomplished. Thinking that you're underqualified for the space that you're in. Uh, just, you know, you're, you're not the person for that job. I think this, it actually... The first time this word actually surfaced was in the late 1970s, um, like 1978, when two researchers, Pauline Rose Clance and Susan Imes, I did my research on this because I wanted to hit you guys with the facts, they did a study on 150 successful women in their field. 150 successful women. Despite their degrees, despite their high test scores, and the external validation that they received, these women still lacked the internal acknowledgement of their achievements. Like all of them. Like 99.9% of these women in this study. And you guys, ladies, we do this all the time. We are so quick to dumb down our excellence. And I, I had to stop doing it because I, I used to do it a lot when, you know, people would say things to me like, oh, my God, Black Girls Pool is amazing. Or, oh, my God, you're a great teacher. or You're a great performer. And I would be like, oh, thanks, but I messed up. Or, oh, I, I feel a mess. And, oh, I'm just this. And, I'm oh, I'm just that. And, of course, as they keep doing the studies and they do more and more on imposter syndrome, um, they're starting to see that, of course, women feel this more than men is no shocker. 
there's there's no shocker. But it, it's linked to low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, and kind of these titles that we secretly give ourselves to dumb ourselves down. Now, I'm not saying that depression and anxiety, those are not titles that we give ourselves because those are clinical diagnoses. But I'm saying that we are usually more qualified than men, but we downplay our education. We downplay the experiences that we have because we don't want to seem like we're too great at something. Like, what What the fuck does it mean to be too great? What? I'm, I'm going to just say it again. What the fuck does it mean to be too great? That should not be a thing. Because day after day, you should be trying to be your greatest self. And you know, I know people say this like all the time and it kind of becomes corny and it's not genuine and people are always like, yes, queen, you're amazing. Oh my God, you're fierce. Yes, I love you. You're so amazing. And, and and sometimes you just hear it and it goes in one ear and out the other ear because you're just like, does this person really, are they really saying this or are they just saying it because it's something to say? But I am here to tell you today that no one, no one will ever be able to do you the way that you do you. And you are amazing. And you were handpicked specially designed, specially designed by God. Every cell, every hair on your head, every thought, every vision, any dream that you have had, that's all you. Those things are all coming from you. So there's no time to be anything but great, you know? So rewind a little bit because I have I have had imposter syndrome. I've been in the low, I've had the depression, I've had anxiety, I've had the low self-esteem, and I've been in the trenches of being an instructor, being a, a human being, being a woman, being a black woman, being a student, being a, a business owner, being a girlfriend, being all of these things, and, and trying to figure out the ins and outs of life. Now, it happens, you know, it happens, especially being a business owner. I have made so many mistakes. I mean, I'll give you full transparency. This past March, like a few months ago, past March, I had like a slap in the face of my like, oh, Delijah, that was a low. I overdrafted Black Girls Poll account by like almost $1,000. And I remember saying to myself, bitch, can you not let this happen again? Yes, I talked to myself like that. But like, girl, what, what, what are you doing? What is happening? Now, granted, I had a lot of things happening. Like I was paying for, you know, the rooms for the Bermuda retreat and I was paying for the flight and I was doing this and I was ordering merchandise and blah, 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 blah. And I'm, you know, doing all the things. But I I just wasn't keeping up with what I was doing. And I was just like kind of spending like, oh, it's fine. I can spend this here. And it's like, no, no, you can't do better. So that was that was that was a low point for me, you know. But back to, okay, so back to imposter syndrome, because I can just go on and on about these things. So researchers are saying that imposter syndrome not only affects women more than men, but it affects women of color more than anybody else. So we're kind of like double fucked here. We're, We're women and then we're black women. We're women of color. And it affects us more so mentally and academically. Because a black woman, a black woman in higher education will fear that she's being stereotyped as, and this has happened, as being aggressive or being the angry black girl if they express 
their opinion and it opposes that opinion of the other classmates or of their workmates in that space. And, you know, there's subtle forms of racism and sexism that make it just more difficult for women of color to break through these shitty barriers of, of higher education. So what ends up happening is we take on this like, well, fuck it. I'm just not going to ask anyone for any help. I'm not going to voice my opinion. I'm just going to do it myself. I'm just going to bottle it up. I'm going to keep it over here. And it's just going to be what it's going to be. I don't need help. I'm strong. I'm black. Hear me roar. Roar. I am woman. I got this. And I actually remember several times in undergrad and in grad school where, you know, I was just, I was literally just being, just, just being myself. And you get the things of people being like, whoa, you're a lot. I'm not a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm just being, I'm taking up space. And people are like, oh my God, you don't have to yell or like, calm down, Delijah. It's not that serious. And I'm sitting there confused because I'm like, I'm just being Delijah, you know? And so when things like that happen to us, that imposter syndrome sneaks in, you feel alienated, like you cannot be yourself. So there and it goes, you wear the mask. And imposter syndrome, it, it, it's not one of those things that goes away overnight. And the, so, of course, as I'm researching, like, okay, this is what imposter syndrome is, and how do you overcome imposter syndrome? Most of the articles that were written to help you get over it were written by white men. Like, pause. Have several seats, Mr. Un underqualified white man. Please and thank you. Like, take take a step back from your white privilege because you are not facing imposter syndrome, sir. Please. So, in all of my lookings of figuring out ways to overcome imposter syndrome, I actually was, like, deciding, well, you know, a funny way to overcome it is to just have the, the confidence of a mediocre-ass white man. <laughs> I'm such an ass. <laughs> most white men in jobs in positions of power and management and in all of these roles they're so underqualified for half of the jobs that they have jobs school relationships hashtag underqualified but there is no way no way that you can tell a white man that he cannot do something so, yes, it's like a haha, like, oh, it's funny, whatever. But, like, for real, y'all just start having the confidence of a mediocre ass white man. Step one. <laughs> but, but for real, for real. <laughs> so, in all seriousness, I, I think, you know, ways to kind of start to defeat this um, is to identify when you're starting to have this and not be afraid to talk about it with someone that you know and trust won't judge you for those feelings. So you can start to say like, oh my God, I feel like I'm not qualified for this or I feel like I'm not prepared for this or why are they giving this to me? Like, I feel like, you know, it's, it's okay to, to say those things. And chances are you'll start to see that more people feel this way than they actually let on. They just are really, really good at masking it. And then after that, just start to accept the fact that the space that you are in is actually for you and it's okay. It's okay to be in that space and the space might not be your final destination. It might be a stepping stone to the next space, but you deserve to be there just as much as the next person does. 
another thing is be prepared. Don't give anybody the chance to try you because people will try you and you know that people will try you and you know who I'm talking about that will try you. Know your stuff because they're always going to come. They're they're always going to do it. They're always going to try you. And then when the anxiety starts to come in because the anxiety will happen and I I feel anxious a lot of times when I have things going on, I, I do get anxiety, but I have to tell myself to just breathe and just try to breathe out that anxiety. And it sounds kind of cheesy, but honestly, like taking five breaths goes a really long way and be okay in that moment of knowing that you have the anxiety, but the anxiety will eventually pass. And you guys have heard this before, but you can't control the things around you that happen. You can only control how you react to these things. You know, so when you start feeling heated and when you start feeling anxious and when you start feeling angry, start to see how you can control yourself to react to those things that happen. Like I know for me, especially, I get really hot-headed in arguments with my parents (laughs) Sometimes with my friends and most times with my boyfriend. In in my relationship with my boyfriend, I'm very much the tiger and he is very much the turtle. Meaning the tiger keeps roaring, keeps going. I can keep going. I can keep yelling. And on all honesty. The turtle. He's the turtle. He goes into his shell and he shuts down. I know this is going to happen. So I have to breathe and take the breath and take the step back and and control how I react to situations because if he's in that shell, I know he ain't coming back. But I need to control the ability of how I react to things. That's kind of off topic. But learning how to breathe through these things. So another thing is to recognize when this starts to happen, when imposter syndrome kind of sneaks up on us, is recognize that we're all trying okay not everybody is trying but in some capacity some way shape or form we're all trying to be better versions of ourselves we're we're sort of just all in this together you know I don't know take that one as you want know that failure means growth (laughs) it is so okay to fail I have failed so many times at a lot of things but if you never ever fail you're never going to learn how to get better at things and my failures have made me so much stronger they've made me so much stronger i i I messed up yesterday because i got into an argument with uh one of the girls that's performing in the show because i was just like i don't want you to perform to this song yes i know and then i had to like remove myself from the situation, remove my, my emotions from it because I failed because I put my emotions in that. And I think I like really hurt her feelings, but that was a failure on my part as a business person. But now I know how to go about it differently in a different way. So failure does not mean that it's the worst thing that's going to happen to you. It just means that you, you tried and you gave it what you had at that time. And always ask yourself, with with things like failure and with things like trying something new or whatever, just ask, like, what is the worst thing that can happen? And reevaluate what it means to you to actually fail. Failure is a good thing. And chances are that you can bounce back from anything that comes at you. You might get pushed down really, really far, but you can bounce back from certain things. 
from most things. Yes, this is a huge one for me, and I think that this is a big one for the imposter syndrome, but this one, I'm going to sing it because you know I like to sing. Stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing yourself to other people. <laughs> you guys, we have got to stop doing this. I am guilty of this, so I'm not going to lie and sit here and say, oh my God, I never compare myself to anybody. I'm amazing. No, I, I, I'm guilty. I will be on the gram and I'll be looking at people and I will have the like, oh, woe is me. <laughs> this person is doing this and that person is doing this and oh my God. You know, most, a lot of times when I actually do this, the comparison is with my hair growth because I don't know if you know, I like shaved my head last year. So I'm one year, I did a big, big chop, my like fourth big chop. I do it all the time. I actually love not having hair, but I'm really trying to just embrace my hair and, you know, let it rock. But I will look at girls and be like, how is that? How has she had her hair growth for one year and her hair is so much longer than mine? Like, Delijah, Delijah, you sound like a three-year-old. Girl, sit down. Like, sit, sit all the way down. Yeah. So stop comparing yourself. If you feel it, like, creeping in, shut it down. Never compare your lows to somebody else's high because it is such a recipe for disaster. There are days that I, again, will be looking at poll videos or I'll see somebody else's website and my little comparison creature, I'm going to name her Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra the comparison creature. She's an ugly little bitch too. She will slide in and it just... It, it just can go downhill really, really fast. And you'll be surprised at how quickly you'll be like comparing yourself to somebody else. And that person is not even thinking about you. And that person is busy doing their own thing. But like, don't let it grow legs. Because if you let it grow legs, it's going to get up and it's going to start walking all over you. So when you feel it happening, shift your focus. Shift your focus and learn to value your own strengths, you guys. And, and once you start respecting your strengths, Respecting yourself and respecting your strength and respecting your potential and know what you have is great, you'll really start to realize that you actually have so much to offer and so much to give to the world, to yourself and to just other people's. So when the imposter syndrome again starts to happen, start to take note of when it does happen because I'm sure it doesn't happen when you're on your high and you're feeling good and you're happy and you're with your friends and like the drinks are flowing and you're at brunch and you're kikiing and the music is loud and all the things are happening. So, you know, it doesn't happen then. It happens probably when you're by yourself sitting in the corner on Instagram scrolling <laughs> or, or doing whatever. So take note of when you feel it starting to creep up, you know, because it, it's not all the time. And then surround yourself with like-minded people. If, if people are always negative, guess what? You're going to start being negative. If people always are talking shit about other people, guess what? It's, it's very easy, you know, dogs that lie together get fleas. I don't, I don't think that's actually the saying. I can't remember. Whatever, it's fine. It's irrelevant. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> So surround yourself with like-minded people. Have somebody that you actually look up to. Have a mentor 
that that's been through the ringer so that you know that that person is not going to bullshit you when they, they feed you the truth and also have a, a, other people around you who are not going to always be the yes man person to you. You never want that friend that's always like, yes, yes, yes. You do want that friend that's going to challenge you and, and, you know, give you a little pushback on, on the things that you have, but being around like-minded people that are busy chasing their goals, that are busy, uh, making careers out of their lives that are busy trying to be their greatest self, it, it will shift your perspective on life and shift how you feel. And the last thing, and this is kind of segue into my manifestation sitch, is don't be afraid to attack your goals and charge them head on regardless of how you are feeling there is nobody on this earth that can tell me I cannot do something. Nobody. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of shit that I I, I just don't want to do and that, that I'm not going to do. But it's things that I'm not trying to do. Like, I'm not trying to be a contortionist and set my ass on my head and be in the circus. I'm not trying to be Beyonce. I can't sing. You guys know I can't sing. I'm not trying to find a cure for cancer. But I am aggressively attacking the things that I want and attacking them every day and going after the things that I know that I can do. I shared this before um, a few episodes back about the visualization and I talked about my notebook of dreams from the book, The Success Principles that I read like eight years ago, I think. That was like eight, nine years ago by Jack Canfield. And in the book, he has you write down your dreams. You can put them on flashcards or you can, a hundred dreams that you have, a hundred goals, a hundred dreams, a hundred things that you want to see come to fruition. Write them on flashcards. And then on the back of them, you write down uh, the days that you want them to, to be fulfilled. So now after you do that for 30 days, Every day for 30 days, you have to go back and read the dreams and read the dates out loud every day for 30 days. And I, I did this because it was so exciting because when you dream, the sky is the limit. You, you can just keep going. So I did this. This is eight years ago, every single day for 30 days. And it was so invigorating to my soul because it was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to do these things. Like, I'm really going to do this. I'm going to go and, and stay in Paris and I'm going to learn French. And I, I want to go on a hot air balloon ride. Yes, that's still my thing. It's actually happening. I'm, I'm actually doing it this year. But um, just so many things that I, I envisioned for myself. I want to go to Africa and I got to do that. And I put the notebook away and I pulled it out last year and more than half of those dreams that I wrote down had been fulfilled more than half of them and I thought to myself wow Delijah you were dreaming too small more than half of those things in eight years I had done and and one dream of mine was to inspire women of color to do fitness build confidence and fall in love with their bodies. When I did this, I I had been doing pole dancing on and off for like a year and a half, two years. And then I had just started doing work study. And Black Girls Pole was not on my brain at all. But I knew that I wanted fitness retreats specifically for black women. So, you know, you go on about your life. 
but those dreams that I wrote down and I said out loud and I got excited over, they took up space in my being. I even want to say they took up space like in every cell in my body. They took up space in my DNA. They were in my heart. It sounds really corny, but I feel like they were in, they imprinted and embedded themselves in my like being. And there was no way that you could tell me that I couldn't do this. So when Black Girls Poll came about, it took me a while to realize that this is what I had prayed for. These are the things that I written down because Black Girls Poll showed up a little bit differently than I had actually imagined it. I think that's the funny thing about dreams is is when you start dreaming about things and when you start visualizing and you start vision casting, be open with with it because it, it will probably come in a different package. Black Girls Poll was a completely different package. I thought when I said fitness retreats, it was going to be like, oh, we're doing kettlebells and we're doing like weights and you know, all of that stuff and, and, uh, TRX bands and stuff like that. No, that, that is, that is not it. But yeah, just be open to seeing what you put out into the world and what you want to manifest come back differently because it it will surprise you. Black Girls Pull surprised me. And then just with all of that, just be selective with who you share your dreams with because not everyone is operating on the same wavelength as you not everybody is ready to receive it maybe they can't in dream that big or their mind can't comprehend what you are trying to do and it is okay I didn't share all of the details like with my mom and with my dad because I, I don't think that they grasped fully like what I was trying to do that's okay you know, now they're very, very proud of me and, and they, they love it and they think it's the best thing ever. But it you'll know when you're supposed to share something with somebody because it'll vibe. The vibe will be natural. You'll you'll have that vibe. You won't have to force it. And you'll, you'll start to know when it's a safe space that you can start to just speak what you want to speak. And there's a lot of stuff about Black Rose Pole that I don't even share because it's still my baby and I still want to protect it, you know, at all costs. And it is what it is. So... That's kind of all I wanted to say today. (laughs) I would definitely say this entire episode is a get em goal. Usually I I sing my get em goal theme song and give you guys a goal to work on for the week. But this this is a, a life goal and this is really just knocking imposter syndrome out of the way. Taking the mask off because you are perfectly okay with being who you are. Be proud of who you are and and just live in your greatness live like live don't be afraid to live in your greatness not everyone's gonna believe in you and it's okay because you should be enough for yourself be enough for yourself just be enough for yourself because you are enough my my church um fcbc here in harlem our theme is that you are the embodiment of infinite possibilities Meaning everything that you need, you already have. You're already equipped with everything that you need to do whatever it is that you want to do. You are the embodiment of infinite possibilities, you guys. Like, let that sit in your head for a little bit. Infinite, infinite possibilities. You embody that. You have been given everything that you need right, right now. Imposter syndrome, it's just not worth your time. Totally not worth your time. So 
again, I believe in you. I am so grateful for you. I'm, I'm grateful that people listen still to this podcast. You know, there, there's space. And, and I, I, I strongly believe that this podcast and Black Girls Poll, those are just a few of the callings that I have. And I, I can't help but feel joy for that because I'm, I'm walking in the space that I'm supposed to be walking in. And I'm creating things. If I, if I see a need for something, I, I create it. So, you know, I, I hope you just take all of that with you. I'm kind of just rambling right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm beyond ecstatic for this weekend coming up. So Friday and Saturday, please don't be afraid to come up to me, say hello, all the things. I'll probably have a million things in my brain, but please do not be afraid just to like be like, oh my God, I listened to the podcast. Yay. I love that because it, it, it makes me feel really good that you guys are listening. Um, but yeah, I'm just super joyful I'm just excited about life and excited about the rest of this year and just so many things are happening. Uh, the first Black Girls Poll Retreat is open. Registration is open for the Grand Cayman Islands. It's the Power and Performance Retreat with Jason Spann, who is a delicious, amazing, muscular, beauty, work of art. Oh, God, he is so stunning. Stunning performer. He does straps. He does silks. He does hoop. He does pole. He does like everything. It's, it's just ridiculous. And he is s- superb in every single apparatus that he touches. Like, I, I, I'm I, not having imposter syndrome, but like, I kind of hate him, but like, live your best life. <laughs> and then the other uh, instructor is Crystal Belcher, who has been an instructor since the beginning of Black Girls Pole. So I'm grateful for her that she will be doing this retreat. There's four more retreats happening next year and I I will be releasing those dates so yeah stay tuned for all of that uh be sure to uh go on to www.blackgirlspoll.com if you haven't bought your tickets and yeah my dog has like the worst gas right now he's sitting on my lap because he spoiled freaking Wesley and he keeps farting on me so I'm gonna go But you guys have a great day. And until then, y'all, be courageous, be sexy, be strong. Talk to you later. Bye.